Well, hey, LTD family. I am so excited to welcome you to the first official episode of the LTD Leadership Lean In. And as you heard in our trailer, this is our internal podcast all about leadership, change, and personal growth. And our goal is to help you lead like never before in your hotel and in your home. I'm Sam Bean, your host, Vice President of Sales and LTD Culture Champion. And I'm Richard Murphy, our Corporate Director of Training and Development. To kick off the series, we wanted to start by defining leadership. What exactly is leadership? Well, leadership can be defined in a lot of different ways. And that's why we really felt like it was important to start our very first episode with a foundation to really help everyone understand how we are going to define leadership because leadership can be defined as a position, as a title, as a lot of different things. But we here at LTD are going to define it a little bit differently. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of the, I don't know, I've seen memes where it's like leader versus boss and the person like looking at you or then leading the trail. And so I've always thought of leadership versus that person who tells you what to do. Yeah. The leader is the one taking you into battle yeah. or showing you that. But um, is there a better way to overall define that? I mean, I don't know. You seem to have a story for everything. Do you have a story that can help define leadership in your mind? I think I do. I think I do. And it's a little bit of an embarrassing one, to be frank. Um, and I think a couple of people may have heard this story, but I do think it sort of sets the stage in how we want to define leadership and making sure that you all know, all of you out there in podcast land, right, know that you are a leader. And so the story really starts with a day that is kind of burned into my brain. And it is the day of my college orientation. Okay. So just to sort of set the stage here and want you to imagine me. Okay, little Sam, big dreams. Okay, little Sam, big dreams. And I am going into my college orientation and everybody's getting like a folder. Okay, so you get a folder, everybody's have uh, a little dot in the, in the corner. And mine happens to have a little yellow dot. And so I'm really thinking nothing of it. And I'm assuming probably it has to do with putting us into our majors or something like that. So long story short, we go in, um, they start putting us into our groups. We start getting into our little um, colored dots. And I start introducing myself to a couple of the folks in the group. And there are people there who are accounting majors. I'm obviously not an accounting major, engineers, all sorts of different folks in the group. And I'm starting to realize like, oh, these are not, these are not communications majors. They're, they're not like me. So I'm kind of curious why we're all in a group together. Well, not too long after, a counselor came by and he started to explain to us why it was that we were all in this group. And he began to explain that as yellow dots, we were a bit special, okay? Special, a bit unique, and that we had actually been set aside or set apart from the rest of the group um, because we had been deemed by admissions at risk for failure, <laughs> at risk for failure. So based on a series of assessments, tests, whatever it was, they had basically separated us um, because they figured that we would probably need a lot of assistance to make sure that we didn't flunk out. I could see you being described as at risk for failure. <laughs> yeah, well, I gotta tell you, um, it, uh, it really shook me. Um, and it really had a pretty profound effect on me for many, many years. And, you know, 
even to this day, you know, my parents will, will laugh about it, you know, but on that day I, I called home, I was crying. I, I thought I'm never even going to, I'm not even going to graduate college here. I had all these aspirations of really making an impact um, and helping people. And I, I thought I, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to make it through college. So who am I, you know, who am I? And um, if you are curious, I did manage to graduate, thankfully, um, but really not without my fair share of ups and downs. And, you know, again, we laugh about it to this day and it is, it is funny, um, but it really did have a pretty profound effect on me for many, many years to come. And so my question for you uh, out there and for you, Richard, is have you ever had a yellow dot moment in your life? I mean, I don't know. People think I'm pretty great. They so do. I don't think I've ever You're probably right. Yeah. But I can, I can think of you know a similar story. I think when I was in, um, when I was in sixth grade or the summer before sixth grade, there was a program to move forward in math, and yeah. it said you had to go to summer school for it. And most people in summer school are there for not positive reasons. So when I walked into the advanced class. Um, several people made sure that I was in the right classroom saying, you know, this is for people who are going into advanced math, <laughs> not for remedial math. Are you sure you're in the right room? And so I think that for whatever reason, people just don't think that there's a chance that I was potentially on a fast track in school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can see that. And those types of things, they seem silly in the moment, um, but they, they can really resonate with us and they can really um, put some negative thoughts into our, into our minds. And so I can definitely um, resonate and, and understand why some people um, can think to themselves, right, when they're being asked to be put into a position of leadership or, or um, asked to sort of take charge of a project or whatever it might mean, right? They may be thinking, uh, me, <laughs> right? Like, why me? Why am I in this room, right? And I'll be honest with you, that thought certainly ran through my mind um, today, before we even started this podcast, right, you're always sort of questioning our abilities and our abilities to make an impact, or am I really the right person for this job? But I am here to affirm to you all today that you are a leader, yellow dot or not, right? And feeling out of place in leadership, it can make you want to run out the door. And I have been in those rooms, guys, and I have been seated at those tables, and I have tallied up the reasons, right, why maybe I shouldn't be at that room or I shouldn't be at that table thinking, I'm sure that there are people here that are older than me, wiser than me, um, maybe more experienced than me, just more than me, right? And so we know how that feels. But today we're going to talk about how we define leadership. And leadership, you guys, is influence okay leadership is influence nothing more nothing less you might be leading people um in an association that you're a part of right or in your community maybe you're the coach right of your kids um football team or the baseball team with t-ball right you are leading people maybe you're a mother or a father or an aunt uncle grandparent you are leading people right? You are influencing their lives and therefore you are having an impact um, and making um, leadership decisions throughout their lives. And that means, right, that you are not considering leadership as a role 
and we're not considering leadership as a title. Mm -hmm. Okay. Again, it's, it's influence. It's where we're given the privilege of having a voice, right? Of having a voice. And that means in your family and in your friendships, in your work here at LTD, right? Wherever you have a voice and wherever you can influence perspective, you are in fact leading. And I'm willing to bet that you, just like myself, and I'm sure Richard, um, that you have a desire that no matter what stage of leadership you're in, right? Whether you are the mother and father or whether you are the general manager of a hotel, that whatever stage of leadership you're in, that you have a desire to become a leader that people love to follow. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of our associates, especially those who aren't in managerial or supervisor roles, wouldn't consider themselves leaders per right. se. Right. Um, you know, in my role, I've been working with a lot of our emerging leaders who wouldn't consider themselves leaders, even though they are leading. Right. And I think that that's a big part of how to look at ourselves of what actual leadership is. And, and as you were mentioning, it's not just your titles or your roles, whether in personal or professional life, mm -hmm. but what we do on a daily basis. And I think that at a lot of our hotels, uh, there is no manager or supervisor. And we're talking about the desk clerk or yeah. the house aide or the room attendant, maybe the right. only person in the room right. um, or in the building at the time, but they're working with the other associates to get something done. Yes. Um, or, you know, we're leading our guests into giving them the answers or the paths they want to take. So I think that um, it is very important that we define leadership in itself so that we can work on becoming better leaders in whatever we're doing. Yeah, that's great. Um, and that's all very true. And I think the best way to go about doing this really is to start to sort of paint a picture, right? What is leadership? What does it look like? And so what we're going to do is today, um, I've got Richard here. He's got his notebook for you all out there. If you're driving or if you're um, working right now, maybe don't pull out your paper. Okay. But if you are in fact at your desk, go ahead. And I'd love for you to pull out a piece of paper and um, what we're going to do is we're actually going to draw a compass. Okay. Okay. So we're going to draw a compass. So I want you to start and I want you to go ahead and draw a big circle. Okay. And I want you to label it. I want you to label it north. Well, hold on. I'm drawing a big circle. Give okay. me a second. Sorry. All right. My circle is relatively round. Yeah. Kind of connected at the top. All it's right. a good attempt. Circle okay. is here. Ready to go. Yeah. So I want you to label it north, south. North of top. Okay. South is at the bottom. East and west. Okay. And remember now it's west on the left. Okay. East on the right. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate the assistance there. It's okay. been a while. All right. Now, once you have that circle drawn, I want you to actually make sure you leave enough space so that there's plenty of room to write inside because we're actually going to use this um, as an opportunity to take notes and, and to, to articulate a couple of concepts from a leadership perspective. So you got a nice big circle. I'm you got room for notes. Okay. I think you did a good job. Thank okay. You. Perfect. So in that um, circle, you're also going to have a big, a big dot in the center. I did okay? a little dot. Let me make a big dot. Make it a big dot. Right. I'm going to make it a big dot because it's a really important dot, not like the yellow dot. This dot is going to represent self leadership okay this is self-leadership leader self-leadership is where it all starts and it all ends it all begins and ends 
with how we lead ourselves. Okay, so the first question when we're really defining the full concept of leadership that you really want to ask yourself is, would I follow me? Would I follow me? Right? And if it's not a resounding yes, that's okay, right? But it does mean that we have some work to do, okay? Now, we must always work first, longest, hardest on ourselves before we can influence anyone else. Okay, because if we can't lead ourselves, guys, then how can we expect anyone else to follow us? Right. And in fact, your potential to lead others is a direct reflection of how you lead yourself. So to gain respect, right, you have to do more than simply teach something well. You have to actually model it well. So when I say self-leadership, Richard, what does that mean to you? What do you think of when you hear the word self-leadership? So I was thinking about that while you were talking. And self-leadership to me would be anything that I am in direct control of in making those decisions. So um, I decide what time I go to bed. You know, I decide how what habits I take as far as, you know, my diet, what I'm eating, mm -hmm. exercise. Um, but then also you know, in different roles, maybe we don't have a certain time we have to be at work, right? No boss is checking us to see what time I'm clocking in. So I have to make, I have to personally make that decision of what I'm doing, Right. but also anything that I'm doing while not being watched, I would say would be my self-leadership mm -hmm. of, of deciding that. And then really what I think of myself too would be a part of that. I, I, when you mentioned, am I somebody that I would follow? And I think that a big part of developing my own self-leadership would be my confidence level in myself. If, if I don't, if I question myself, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but if I have no confidence in myself, then I need to work on that so that I can lead myself yeah. to lead others. Yeah, that's great. And honestly, the concept of self-leadership is, is a vast one, right? And it really is the foundation to all levels of leadership. And so I think if you're cool with it, Richard, our subject for March, for the March leadership lesson, I'm thinking should be self-leadership. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think we could talk okay. about this for an hour in yeah. itself. So. Yeah. so how to lead yourself well, tune in March 1st, right? right. Okay. All right. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to move on um, with our leadership compass. So now what I want you to do is I want you to actually draw a line from the middle. Okay. And I want you to draw it south. So down. Down. Yeah. Good job. Okay. So what, um, and what you're going to label South as positional leadership. So positional leadership, guys, that's the lowest level of leadership, okay? You might think to yourself, well, how can you say that's the lowest level of leadership? Like, I just finally got this big fancy title, right? I have a business card now, and it says that I'm the boss. Mm -hmm. So how is that the lowest level of leadership? How is positional leadership the lowest level of leadership you asking me i am asking you um sir. so i think we we're talking a little bit about this when i was talking about the boss versus the leader yeah. uh, that person who relies on that boss title because i said so doesn't spend a lot of time explaining they don't they don't really have that buy-in mm -hmm. and i think even when in my experience when i'm leading the team or if i'm the boss of the team from a positional standpoint i have to I have to be able to influence my team to believe in me before yeah. they're going to do it just because. And while 
at the end of the day, most of most people will listen because of my position, because I'm the boss, because they like their paychecks. They um, like to eat food and pay for housing and stuff yeah. like that. If they're going to continue their job. But if you truly want them to buy in and do it, that's really where you need to not just lead from your position, but lead from right. your ability. Right. Yeah. I think positional leadership, it is, you know, there are certain um, components of it. It is important, right? We do have you know, an organizational chart for a reason. It does exist for a reason to keep some um, level of accountability and all of those things. They are important. And while, you know, positional leadership might get the job done, like, are you really getting the best out of people, right? Are the people who are leading out of positional leadership, are they the ones who are going to um, equip a team or encourage them to go above and beyond, right? Are they the ones who are going to go above and beyond for the guest or whatever it is, right? Is that... Is that really what um, a positional leader is is really doing? Yeah, I think positional leadership isn't, uh, like you said, it's a lower form of leadership, but there are still times where it becomes very important. Sure. In the state of an emergency, right? Fire mm-hmm. alarms going off. We don't really have time to discuss. It's time to get this done. You, you will default to positional leadership. Sam, accomplish this right now. We have to. And mm-hmm. the... And, people realize in those moments it's not a time to question or spend time sure. saying, hey, I think this, this is on fire right now. Perhaps, how right. do you feel about putting that out? Yeah. But you're not going to get the job done full-time and have full buy-in by yeah. using that all the time. Yeah, perfect. All right, awesome. Okay, so now we have the center and we have south. So now what we're going to do is we're actually going to draw a line straight across, okay? And you're going to draw the line from east to west or from west to east, whatever whatever works for you, okay? And we're gonna call this peer leadership, okay? Peer leadership. So this is a lot higher level of leadership than positional leadership. Why? Why do you ask? Well, it's because this is where people love to follow you and they want to follow you, okay? So this is where we have opportunities to influence um, people who don't technically report to us right? And they're following you and they're following your lead, not because you have a position, not because you're the one who's signing their paycheck, but because you have earned a right or you have earned the opportunity to influence them um, through um, through the way you carry yourself, right? Through all a lot of different ways um, from a peer-to-peer perspective um, that we can grow in our peer leadership. So what do you, you know, what are your thoughts on peer leadership? This is, I mean, uh, I think you just said this, maybe not, but this is probably, I feel the most common use of your leadership, right? Because especially in our personal lives, while in in peer peer groups or friendship groups, there's sometimes that default leader of the group, but in the most part, we are really all on that same position. And so whether we're trying to decide where we're going for dinner or what we're doing or with our families, even having that conversation. Um, while my wife likes to probably think she's the boss of the family, I like to think that we are um, peers in these decisions. And so at this point, we're using that all the time. And I think, as mentioned before, when we're defining leadership, yeah. uh, most of our decisions going through aren't from a boss dictating, but it's from our Correct. coworkers, whether Correct. it's 
two room attendants trying to figure out how to get something accomplished. Uh, uh, at night, a desk clerk coordinating how to fix a problem with a houseman or an engineer. Uh, in the restaurant, two servers trying to divvy up when somebody called out or got sick, how to get these tables organized. I think yeah. that uh, it's it's not only our most common, but our most, maybe one of our most important types I, of leaders. I would say so. Um, my mom used to always say to me, uh, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. <laughs> right. So show me your friends. I'll show you your future. What she's saying there, right, is that who you surround yourself uh, with directly influences how you behave. Right. What type of decisions you're making, all of those types of things. So even in uh, from a peer to peer perspective, let's just say um, you walk into a room and people are gossiping. And they're gossiping about another associate or the boss or whatever. That's an opportunity to right, demonstrate peer-to-peer -peer leadership where you help encourage people to shut the conversation down or you don't engage in that conversation. And by not engaging in the conversation, right, you're showing, you're leading by example that that's not who we are, that's not what we do. And that's just a way to right, influence the group Right, right. Redirecting the conversation or whatever that might be. Right. That's how you can influence and lead in a peer group. OK. OK. Um, again, probably something that will <laughs> will go into much greater depth in, in a in a future episode. Right. Assuming we don't get canceled after the first one. Let's go. We already right? got two more months of content. <laughs> OK. Awesome. OK. So last but not least, we're going to draw a line. We're going to go from the dot. OK. And we're going to go up. All right. To north. North. Completing this. Perfect. Okay. So what this this is, is um, when we're drawing to north, north, we're going to actually label and we're going to label that as leading up. Okay. Or maybe think of it this way as influencing the influencer. Okay. Not like a, not like an Instagram influencer. Oh. Okay. An influencer like the boss, right? that position, that positional leader. Okay. So this form of leadership, this leading up or influencing the influencer is really one of the highest levels of leadership. And you might wonder why is this a high level of leadership? Well, technically the leader doesn't have to follow anything that you have to say, right? They don't have to be influenced by your perspectives or Right. You you obviously in the field, you have a lot of perspectives, you have a lot of opinions and thoughts. And if you are someone who wants to make an impact, make a change, help things become better within your hotel, your organization, if you don't have the ability to lead up, to influence up, to manage up, then you're never going to be able to make the impact that you want. And, you know, a lot of people are questioning, like, how do I do that? Right. Um, you have to have a proven track record, right? You have to do what you say you're going to do. You've got to be consistent. Um, all of those things are ways that you can start to learn to, you know, lead up or, or influence the influencer. Yeah. So I'm just thinking over my past when I've been in those situations where I'm in a new position, right? Okay. So either I have a new boss because I'm new to my position or there's a change of boss and now I have a new leader myself. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like I have to prove myself mm -hmm. and maybe say, okay, without questioning early on, mm -hmm. is there a way that I can use 
Um, can I can I use my leading the leadership ability from day one, or do I need to kind of prove myself first? That's a good question. Um, I do think that obviously everyone comes into a role with a certain level of experience, and hopefully, when your leader hired you or when when they came on board, they have a at least an understanding that you do have um experience to draw on to make certain suggestions or to influence some of the conversations or some of the decisions that are being made but realistically it takes time mm -hmm. right it takes time to prove yourself um to learn uh, people to learn people and to really understand if they um are people of integrity mm -hmm. um if they are people who do what they say they're going to do have good intentions all of the things and so there's really a lot of different ways some some things to think on right like how do i learn to lead up what can i be doing well first of all it starts with yourself right so it's gonna we're gonna go full circle here right so why would a leader be influenced by um, someone who's on their team, right? It's because that person leads themselves well, right? It's because that person leads themselves well. That is always the foundation. And that, um, that will really help the leader understand, right, that they can trust the opinions, the thoughts, the suggestions, right, of that person. You know, it makes me think of, do you know what curling is? Okay, so, the, the, yeah. this thing? Okay. so the little where you throw the rock on the ice and you got to move it right yeah and I was just thinking like I've thought that before when I'm trying to convince somebody of something mm -hmm. that they may not want to listen to me or they don't have to listen to me so my boss per se or somebody who is important where you're you can't tell them, hey, Sam, this is the way we should do it, right? right? I can't just grab this stone that's being thrown on the ice and push it in a different direction. That's against the rules and I'll get kicked out, right? Got but it. as this rock has been thrown, I sweep the ice to make it go slower or faster in a certain direction so that ultimately in this weird analogy that I'm making up on the spot is that um, <laughs> the rock is the person I'm influencing. Sure. And so instead of pushing you in the direction, I'm trying to make you feel like you've made the decision yourself. Sure. And so, I mean, influence is the perfect word for it, right? I haven't yeah. told you, hey, your decision is wrong, but right. I, I might I might question or question for the sake of, well, if we do it this way, I'm worried this can may come out of it or what, what concerns do you think you could have? Right. And so when I'm influencing the decision to be made that I want to be made. I'm almost convincing you that it's your own idea. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're making the way, yeah. right? You're sweeping the way you're clearing uh -huh. the path for the decision to be made, right? Little by little, step by step, consistency over time. Right. Um, I bet when people thought we were going to make sports analogies, they didn't they think curling. curling. <laughs> nice. All yeah, right. no, probably not. Other things that you can do. And again, we're going to go into depth on a lot of these concepts. This is just a super high level concept um, or idea here with the leadership compass. But other things that you can be doing to start leading up well, right? Lighten your leader's load. That's a thought, right? Yeah. What does that mean? Lighten your leader's load. Hey, I've completed my project. Maybe if I go in and ask the uh, my leader, hey, what can I do today to serve you? How can I help you today? Well, I can promise you that that leader will all of a sudden go, wow, I can really count on this associate. I can really count on this person to help me. That's also how you start to learn, right? And grow in, into your position. So lighten the leader's load. Be willing to do what others won't do. Another way, another example, right? Mm -hmm. Where you can start to lead 
um, and influence the decision maker. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Who knows that song from The Lion King? Come on. Prepare the, for the Be prepared. The yes. Uh -huh. Everybody knows that song. It's my favorite song from The Lion King. Anyway, be prepared every time you take your leader's time. Time is our most valuable uh, commodity. It's super important. And so one way that you can be sure to really influence the influencer is to make sure you're optimizing their time. So if you ask for five minutes of their time, then you had better come prepared, right? So again, these are just ways that you can make sure you get your point across um, and really start to learn how to lead up. These are just a couple of examples. Um, from, is this from another that one that we could make a whole probably. other podcast about? Probably, we'll probably be doing that. So again, what you want to think about, right? So that, that that's the full circle. Okay, yeah. so now you have a fancy leadership it's really compass. Cool. It's beautiful artwork. Um, but again, this is the foundation. This is the leader. This is leadership. Okay. And what we really want to drive home is that in every room that you walk into in every situation that you're in, you have an opportunity. You have an opportunity to lead people um, and to influence the way things go. And it's something that we really want to help you work through and help better equip you um, to really do that in all situations. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's definitely exciting. So beyond that, guys, we have, we weren't, I think that really wraps up this leadership lesson. Yeah. I think we have a good foundation. Okay. Awesome. So what we're going to talk about just really quickly, just to wrap things up for the entire episode um, is that we are going to talk a little bit more about the initiatives that we have. Okay. So obviously this is one of the initiatives. So we have our leadership lean in podcast, you know, it's the first and the 15th, right? So on the first of every month, we'll have a leadership lesson. Okay. So we've already decided March 1st, self-leadership. Okay. How to lead yourself well. Um, and then on the 15th, we're going to, we're going to invite in some subject matter experts, right? Some thought leaders within our hotels, within the um, portfolio, right? To really talk about that leadership lesson and really learn from them how they're using those concepts in the hotels and what they're doing to really pull through those thoughts and those ideas on leadership. Does that sound exciting? Right? Yeah, yeah. And I think you said there's some sort of uh, company uh, workbook or something with this. You're right. It's in a link somewhere. Yes. The show notes or I don't know somewhere. where it is. Yeah. Or um, okay. So in the show notes, we have a downloadable leader guide. Okay. And this leader guide is going to have opportunities to take notes. It's going to have all the highlights from the lesson. And what we would love for you to do is to take advantage of the leader guide and really use it in your conversations with your associates, maybe use it in a huddle or in an executive committee meeting or in a one-on-one. -on -one. You have opportunities to go through the leadership lesson that we have and then really work through some of the questions that we have and really engage with the team um, and really talk through some of these lessons. And I think it's a, a great way to not just listen to the podcast while we hope you listen to the podcast. Um, we really want you to take this, um, take these lessons and put them into practice, right? Practical application is what we are desiring for all of this. Yeah. And speaking of listening to the podcast, yes. you did, um, 
I like to consume my podcasts as I feel they were intended listening to them. I yeah. don't often have a lot of time to sit down and watch something for right. 30 minutes straight. No, no, no. Um, we did talk about another, you know, being able to listen to them exclusively. Is yes. that still something we're working on? Yes. So we are working on making sure that we have the opportunity to download to Spotify and to Apple iTunes. So soon you won't just be subscribing on YouTube or accessing the link right via our website or a QR code, you're actually going to be able to subscribe on Spotify and Apple. So we are big time. Oh my gosh, so, <laughs> so excited. So pretty big time. But well, yeah. Yeah, no. And I think um, another thing that we've been working on and will continue to go through is developing our leadership skills with all of our associates. Yes. And uh, something that I've been focused on over the last year is finding what I was calling our emerging leaders or any leaders who are looking to be to grow their leadership skills. Yeah. And I think we we talked about the different types of leadership, but everything involved in being a strong leader or a strong supervisor, even in those positions. So some of some of y'all have already been part of this LTD University Leadership Program, where we focus on different specific components. Our first one being leadership as a whole versus being a supervisor. Um, we have uh, monthly trainings that we go through to ultimately get a certified supervisory certificate at the end of it, yeah. which is nationally recognized. Cool. So anybody who wants to get be a part of this, feel free to reach out to me directly. My email is richard.murphy at ltdhospitality.com or talk to your manager. These programs are ongoing and you can join at any point and we'll focus on all the important attributes of being a leader from stuff like schedule making and time management to the more important conflict resolution and items such as that. Perfect. In addition to that, we have already started and will continue our department head meetups. Yes. And so what this is, is general managers, assistant general managers, each separate department head position will meet with their colleagues or the, their equivalent at another property. So mm -hmm. executive housekeepers from all our hotels will meet together to form solutions from those who have done it before. I think we have a lot of talent already within our company and a lot of solutions that are often not driven towards each other. They're driven either up or to their own properties that sure. we can share that information. Sure. And so as, an, as a developing department head or a very experienced one, I can get those fresh ideas from those who are doing what I'm doing at another property. Yeah, I always think best practice sharing is is some of the greatest lessons I ever learned are yeah. from my peers. Like we talked about peer to peer. Yeah. yeah. East to West. Almost one of the most important. Awesome. Right? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. And then to round it out, guys, we also have our talent and culture committee. And we are so excited. So we still have applications are open. So we're accepting applications up until the 17th. Okay. So just a couple of more days um, to submit an application. Um, and we would love to hear from you. And this talent and culture committee, we're looking for, I don't know, seven to 10 mm -hmm. associates. Um, we're looking for individuals um, from any department, um, people who've been with us for six months or 16 years. If you have a desire to make an impact, if you um, have thoughts and ideas or ways that you think that we can be better or you want to be a part of something bigger than yourself, right? And really developing the culture within 
um, LTD and really making an impact here within the organization, we would love to hear from you. So you can access the application in the show notes below and included there is also anything you need to know about the committee. So what is the goal of the committee, right? What is the time commitment of the committee? Mm-hmm. We're probably going to be meeting once a month, but who knows? There may be special projects. Maybe we're planning some fun events, some associate appreciation things. You know, maybe you're going to be a part of some of those things. So there may be a little bit more, a little bit less, depending on what's going on. Um, but, you know, time commitments, what the objectives are, what is the um, what are the plans, right? We're looking to, to build out a full culture guide, right? So that we are developing common language and, and really clarifying our values as an organization, all of these things. Um, and so this is what, you know, we're looking for. It's a really diverse group of people with a lot of diverse opinions and thoughts. And um, we're, we're hoping that, that one of you will, will step up and, and uh, submit an application. So. Yeah. And if um, I think that we'll have a lot of people who may not want to join, but they may know people who would want sure. to join. So yeah. if I was looking to recommend or help you find these people, what kind, what kind of person are you looking for for this? Um, I am looking for somebody who leads by example, um, who really has um, a heart for people, who wants to help uh, make an impact um, and really um, help our organization become a place that people love to work. That's really the goal here. We want to be a place that people love to work. We want to create an environment um, and a healthy culture where um, we people feel welcome and loved and valued. And we want all of your input on how we can be doing that better. And this is really what the goal of the, the, the committee is, right? Is to help advise um, and, and bring to the table ideas and thoughts and different concepts, right? That we could be doing. Um, and so that's really what we're looking for is someone who is willing to um, bring their ideas uh, to the forefront. And again, we're looking for someone who loves this organization, right? And who has a desire to see it grow, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they agree with everything we do right? Yeah. Maybe they have some, some opinions, but, and that's okay. That's what we're looking for, right? Um, as long as you have a heart for the organization and you have a desire to see it become better, that's really ultimately who we're looking for. Yeah. And again, it doesn't have to be, a t- if you've only been here for nine months, a year, and you're like, Hey, I, I came from a different company. I really love the path that we're on, but I think I have some really interesting ideas that I'd love to bring to the table. Don't hesitate, like submit your application because we want to hear from you. Yeah, it's part of being better is being willing to change, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it. Yeah. That's all that's I got. Something to say. Okay. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this uh, episode. We hope that it brought you value um, and that uh, you learned something today. Um, we hope that you will join us on March 1st for our next episode on self-leadership, right? How to lead yourself well, really building that that foundation. So we're going to go ahead and let's lean in and get Get better better together. together.